0: welcome you to our podcast we are the faithless sisters four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other we love being together and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us
1: okay we are um, still hanging out in Colossians today <laughs> Uh, We're going to be looking. Good thing because we did just start it. (laughs) We did. (laughs) Yes. I mean, we said it was short, but it wasn't that short. Not (laughs) that short. Yeah. So today we're going to look at Colossians 1 7 through 12, and we're going to break it up a little bit um, so that it makes a little more sense while we're talking about it. So, verse 7
2: you learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who was a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf and who also told us of your love in the Spirit.
1: Okay. How's that for breaking it up just a little yeah. bit? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> well, just backing up a little bit into verse 6, it says, um, Since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Epaphras. So they're talking about um, God's grace for one thing.
0: Yeah. And tying it yes. to Epaphras, someone they know, someone mm-hmm. they've been with, someone they trust. Mm-hmm. Um so I think Paul's acknowledging, "Hey, mm-hmm. you I know who you learned it from mm-hmm. and so you learned good." And he's our dear he's
1: our most yeah. servant.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're all in this together. He's mm-hmm. a trustworthy one. Yeah. And Epaphras is um referred to several times in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily always the same Epaphras. Ah, uh, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I thought he got around. It well <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Um, I mean, but, in a good way. Right. <laughs> but uh, Epaphras is a contraction of Epaphroditus, is okay. what that is. Um, and it is actually a pretty common name. So oh, okay. it's kind of an interesting it's a nickname. To know. So, anyway. Okay. How's that? that good. was helpful. I like that. Yeah. We, I learned that from my cultural background study Bible. Okay. So very cool. Which
2: I did. You may or may not have noticed. I did ask for one for Christmas and I did get it. You got it. All right. right. Enjoying it.
0: Yeah. A lot. Do they have Um, that in large print? Because I don't know that I could read that.
2: I might have to get some um a step up in the in your readers. Yeah, my readers (laughs) here. Not doing it.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have, or they have those giant magnifying glasses you can just put out there. <laughs> just yeah. put on the whole...
1: They Don't they have right. ones that you can set on the whole page?
0: They do. They have like a... Yeah, it's like the size of a piece of paper. Yeah. And it... Like a little tray and you can set it on there to read it.
1: And, so okay. we're not looking at a rolled up scroll like the letter would have been from <laughs> right. Paul to begin with. Mm-hmm. We are looking at various fonts here. Um and we're and it's so cool, we're introduced to Epaphras.
3: Epaphras. We're in, introduced to him and he's a faithful servant. Um, and they know who he is, like you were saying, Angie. Yeah. So that was really I think,
0: neat. I think it sets it up sets it the stage for them to know, okay, this is somebody we love and trust, Epaphras, and now mm-hmm. Paul loves and trusts him and we're all so now we're all in a nice mm-hmm. long chain of
3: relationship. And he was just telling him how they prayed you know mm-hmm. the, with their faith and their love that was that was you know bound in hope mm-hmm. and so now he's going to get specific here a little bit about what they actually prayed okay with it
2: so i'm going to read uh, verses 9 through 12 for this reason since the day we heard about you we have not stopped praying for you we continually ask god to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has Qualified, I was afraid I had gone too far. And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light.
3: So there's an awful lot in that prayer. There's I mean, a sure lot. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Paul just uses so many verbs and adverbs and you just, you know what? There's no mistaking how he feels.
3: Right. Right. And I think, I don't know if it was intentional, but at in the beginning, beginning part, he talks about faith and love and hope, and he doesn't address knowledge. Remember the issue mm-hmm. happening in Class A at the time is the Gnostic, pre-Gnosticism, I guess, yeah. where they're all basing everything on their knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first time he kind of comes in and says something about it, but it's like we continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will. Through all wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. So he's not saying all the book knowledge or I don't know how much book knowledge there was, but just um, it was definitely saying this knowledge that comes from God through the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is the way he's addressing this. Mm-hmm. So
1: So when I was reading through this, it made I stopped and I, I wondered um, and kind of broke it down by verse. You know they're praying for knowledge, wisdom and understanding in verse nine. Right mm-hmm. so what is a practical example of some of god's knowledge or some of the knowledge, wisdom and understanding um, that we can gain of God? like what are some practical ways as we break these down to you know knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, bearing fruit and growing, um, being strengthened for endurance and patience and then being qualified to share in the inheritance of the kingdom? Um, Like what does that look like now? What does that look like in real life now?
3: She's throwing. You mean how do we gain knowledge about God?
1: Yeah, I mean like
3: so. Listening to the podcast, reading His Word. (laughs) No, really. I mean, seriously. Yeah. If you you don't have time to get to have a book in front of you, listening to the podcast can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Just to let it kind of wash over you, Mm -hmm. and listen again, or listen to another one, or and let that knowledge just come into you, God's Word goes out and it accomplishes what He sets it out to do. So anytime you're engaging in the Word, it will accomplish its its purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of that might be as you're listening or reading, Mm -hmm. which is also a really good thing, um, pay attention to what happens in you to notice how the Word is changing you and just become aware of it. It might be just a quickening, um, but sometimes when... I'm in a set of scripture. I go, oh, it's just a different facet. It's all new. So just mm-hmm. notice that. Because that's, that's not something that
0: we do. No. What, what we do is we read or we listen to the Word of God. But it is God's doing mm-hmm. that brings that Word alive inside of us. It's by the Spirit that we have that wisdom and that understanding that come from our little bit of doing by reading or hearing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but we don't make those changes in ourselves the holy spirit makes those changes in us mm-hmm. he brings that to life and to light
3: right and it may not even happen as you're reading that mm, particular passage yeah. you may not notice anything but a faithful engagement with the word of god mm-hmm. certainly builds up your knowledge mm-hmm. right yeah. and the uh, no go ahead. um
2: scripture the the um, Bible says that the Holy Spirit will bring things to your mind. So if you're studying the Word and you're getting the knowledge in your mind, mm-hmm. then when you need that, the uh, Holy Spirit will pull it right to your bring mind to and you. pull it right out mm-hmm. to where you need it. So yeah, you have to have the knowledge of the Word. You have to put it in.
1: Yeah, got to put it in to pull it To let the
2: Spirit bring it to mind mm-hmm. and, yeah. and work in your situation.
1: Yeah. And that knowledge transforms into wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is fruit. Wisdom is knowing that you don't put a tomato in a fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good analogy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's so helpful. <laughs> yeah. No wonder it hasn't and, and tasted why? right. There because is you salad understand
3: that's going to be bad, <laughs> right? Because
1: that's yeah it's wisdom. So you know, like yeah, I know that tomatoes are fruit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, but I am wise enough to know. That mm-hmm. it doesn't belong with the grapes and the watermelon. yeah, so
3: it's taking that knowledge that you've gained and then being able to bring it across different situations mm-hmm. that's and it. apply that. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that might be a the next level and that's where we look at wisdom like that mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and that sometimes comes from the heart knowledge as much as it comes from the head knowledge mm-hmm. that we talked right. about a little bit yesterday yeah well, and I think it's
0: not just a knowledge of what the Word says, but a knowledge of God Himself. Right. You know, Now, that's how we learn about who God is, through His Word. He's, he's told us who He is. He's told us who Jesus is. Um, but yeah, we have to start out with that basic knowledge of who, who is God. And then as we move from there into the Word to find out more of who He is. It's just like anybody else. I want to know, like I want to know you guys. Mm -hmm. And so the only way I'm going to get to know you is to spend time with you, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe we could call or maybe we could text or write letters to each other, but it's through communication Mm -hmm. that we get to know each other. It's the same way with God. So we get a knowledge of who He is, then through communicating with Him, either through listening to His Word or reading His Word, um, prayer, Mm -hmm. our knowledge of who He is grows. And then as that knowledge of who He is grows, we begin to understand Him more. Just like the more I get to know you guys, the more I understand you, why you do things the way you do, what you're looking for in certain situations. It's the same with God. The more we know Him, the more we're going to understand um, why He has things, why he does the things he does and why he does them, how he does them. Mm-hmm.
2: And understanding, like you said, um, who he is, his character. His character, um, yeah. Maybe you get into a situation that just doesn't seem right, and you're like, why did God let this happen, or why did God put me in this situation? But then trying to, from what you've learned out of the mm-hmm. Word and um, knowing that he's a good God. Yeah. Okay, You have to go back to that knowledge, Mm -hmm. you know, reminding yourself, okay, he's a good God. I'm in this situation. There's a reason for it. Um, And to take who he is, the knowledge that you know, to help you get through those times that it doesn't seem to make sense.
3: Mm Yeah you, yeah, you have something to lean back on. Yeah, too. I, I like the scripture where Jesus says, "If you've seen me, you've seen the Father." Mm-hmm. Oh, so God really wanted to be known by us. Yeah, He wants to communicate. He mm-hmm. wants us to have this knowledge and this wisdom wisdom yeah. of Him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and an understanding. Yes, you know it does help because you know I think all of us have probably been in a situation where at one time or another we've said, "God, why?" Right. You know, like you said, Terry. Sometimes you're in a situation you can't see what what could God be doing here. Um, but as we come to know Him and understand Him and trust Him, we know that He is in that situation, and that He will bring us through it. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, the other thing, too, like um, and I know I've dealt with like clients at times, or people have lost a child, friends who've mm-hmm. lost a child. though... The knowledge or getting the right answer is not going to work. It's not what they need. They need the very presence of God Himself. Yeah. And so to know who God is, to know His character, to have that wisdom is a huge resource to lean on. He's there. He wants to be known by you. It's that unrelenting love. Mm-hmm. I don't care what's going on. I love you. I love you. Yeah. I, lo- I mean, He does care. But that's to the side. The issue is the relationship. Yeah. And the problem with the church in Colossae was they were depending a lot on their own knowledge yeah. and their human wisdom and their own rituals and their own practices. Yeah. And bottom line, it's, it's God that has to enter that, not just knowledge. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a friend who lost her husband when they
0: were really young, in their 30s. And um, she said the only thing that kept her together was she would walk through the house every day those weeks after he died, those first weeks, and she would say, God, I know you love me. I know you love me," she said. "I couldn't even ask. How could you let this happen? Why did this happen? All she, all she knew to do was just to remind herself that in the midst of all of that, God loved her, um, and that's what got her through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sometimes you got to put that why and that all that other stuff aside, and you just have to know who you know and know that He loves you, and stand on that, and stand on that, yeah. yeah. Although it is interesting. I, I remember one time, I love to study. You know that. Um, and Jesus even addressed that with the Pharisees at one point. He said, you, th- you think you're going to get life just through this? Wait a minute. So, yes, we want to study. That is good. But that, life comes through a personal relationship with Jesus, not just the knowledge. It ha- we have to know Him like a biblical knowing, like a, an experiential knowing.
3: Mm-hmm. So, boy, that's a good point. The Pharisees mm-hmm. knew a lot. They knew they a lot, lot of knowledge, and well, that didn't save them. You know,
2: mm-hmm. um, people say, "Oh, I know who Jesus is. I know. Yeah. I know God. Yeah. I I learned yeah. about him, you know, blah blah blah." And I it's that's the difference. The mm-hmm. demons know.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, right.
2: yeah. But they're not saved. Right, right, and so that's the difference. You have yeah. to accept that salvation. It's not just the knowing. Mm-hmm. It's not just the knowledge of who He is. Yeah. Reading the Bible, whatever, mm-hmm. that's a good start. Yeah. But you have to have Christ in your heart, yeah. um, and the Holy Spirit comes to live in you when you. And He will help you learn those things. It's a difference, you know, the difference yeah. between
3: knowing it and knowing Him mm-hmm. personally. Yeah, yeah, that's really important. Letting him change your life according to his will. It's a real scary thing. Yeah. And the best. It's really good. <laughs> a think. great adventure when you're open it to is. it. Yeah. You think you're having an adventure now if you're going traveling? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like God. Just have that personal relationship with God. You know? Engage Jesus in a very intimate level where you know him and you, mm-hmm. you can go to him when you're struggling. It's,
1: I was going to say verse 10 talks about bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. And when you do have that, like you're talking about taking Jesus along and Mm -hmm. um, digging in with Him, that's when that fruit is born.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fruit can only grow on a vine, right? Jesus is the vine. If we're not attached to Him, if we're not attached to the vine, we're not going to be a part of that. We're not going to bear any fruit. But we have to stay attached to him. That's the most important thing. So,
3: Mm -hmm. And another part in there is like where you, you, um, so that. So they're talking about the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding that it gives. So that. Mm -hmm. So there's a purpose for this. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a couple times in this section where they have so that. But it's so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord. That you may please him in every way. Like, so this is the plan. He's laying it out pretty clearly so that you can bear fruit, mm-hmm. grow in the knowledge of God, and then be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. Mm-hmm. So, those are the reasons that we have the wisdom, that we get the understanding, mm-hmm. that, that we have that knowledge. I love that. So that we'll have great endurance mm-hmm. and patience. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a long I,
2: road. I it's a long road. I don't sometimes. have those in my early Christian walk. I um try, I prayed for patience. Mm. Yeah, and so, then oh, you know, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, in the, in the still um, King Care. James. It's called long suffering, long, right? Yes. Suffering? Long suffering. Oh, no. So then I heard a, <laughs> in reality it's long, long suffering. <laughs> so how do you get long suffering? By suffering a long time. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not praying that anymore.
3: (laughs) I do not want it that bad. At at one point, I kind (laughs) of caught that thing, and I went, hmm, so I'm going to pray that other people have patience to deal (laughs) with me. (laughs)
1: Because yeah, I don't want to deal with that
3: it. That sort of sounds like a curse to them. Oh, I no, I know.
1: <laughs> that's one of those things where you learn real quickly that yeah. you better be real sure that that's yeah. what, you're, what asking you're asking for. What you're asking for yep. is mm-hmm. patience. Because it's going yeah. to get, it. gonna get tried before Trial, you get it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. There are times where I have never wanted... For someone else to see the face of God any quicker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let me help you into your glory. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, <no>. Yes.
3: <laughs> oh, my.
1: Well, so, yeah. and then
3: the next part of this is like, so that you're giving joyful things to the Father. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me joyfully yeah. show you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, what does he mean by qualified?
0: Mm. Mm. Well, not anything that we've done, right? Or that we do. Mm-hmm.
1: We are only qualified through Christ through Jesus mm-hmm. Jesus qualified right for all of that
3: mm-hmm.
0: and so it's just through him
3: that we qualify right but yeah. to know that that's our position mm-hmm. right here right now currently yeah right um, that we don't that we are already qualified That's through right. Christ. Yeah. That's not something we have to try to fight, manipulate, to mm-hmm. earn, or anything. It's nothing Mm-mm. of us. Yeah. We, Where we stand, we are qualified. And yeah. we have the inheritance um, of His kingdom. So we're not just on the outskirts. We're His chosen children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we are is, His yeah. inheritance. Joint heirs Absolutely. with Christ. Joint heirs with Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And I will let you know, I did have this thought about when I get into heaven. You know, there's someone was talking about, like, if I go into heaven, I'm going to be sliding in, my hair is on fire, and I'll slide Mm -hmm. in. And I was like... I'll be happy to be in a doghouse. I don't even care because I'll be with Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really not that worried about it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
2: We had a pastor, and then he used to say, Do you want to get to heaven? And do you want your mansion to be on Hallelujah Boulevard? Yeah. Or, you know, just praise the Lord Street. Where do you (laughs) want to go?
3: Okay. Yeah. How about that? I'll be in the hell of you doghouse. Made it here and you can't kick me out. There you go. Why? Because Jesus has me. (laughs)
2: Yeah, this is my
3: inheritance. Mm -hmm.
1: So it's a powerful thing that Paul is praying this. Mm -hmm. or Paul and Timothy. We can't ignore Timothy because Paul keeps saying we. So he's bringing people along. along. He has his community that he is bringing along. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's powerful to have this prayed over them. Um, and it's powerful when someone prays over us, and when we can even pray over pray the scripture word for ourselves. For ourselves, yeah, yeah. So as we kind of close things out today, Rosemary is going to give us an example of kind of what that might look like. Yeah, it's
3: really powerful to pray scripture, and so we are going to take the verses <laughs> nine through. Actually, we're going to go in a little bit further to fourteen. What I'd love for you to do is when I say. Since the day we heard about you, for you to know that it is you. Mm -hmm. Whoever's listening right now, we're talking about this and we do pray for you. We do pray for our listeners, by the way. Mm -hmm. And um, so this is from the Faithless Sisters, or you can imagine Paul praying it for you too, Mm -hmm. but it certainly does happen with us. Mm -hmm. Okay. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you For he has rescued you from the dominion of darkness and brought you into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. God, we just pray that that um, that your word has um, just landed with people who have heard this, God, that they are able to take this in in a personal way, knowing that people are directly praying for them and that they matter. God, we just praise you. We just thank you for, for your wisdom your knowledge, your understanding, and Lord, we just thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. <laughs>